We love to hear your voicemails. We love to hear the good messages. We love to hear the bad messages. We love to hear all the messages, especially if there's a question you have, if there's something that we could clear up for you, because we made a mistake, Callie, over the past week or two. Okay. We assumed that everybody who was listening to our show would know some of the slang that we were using. Okay. And that's not the case. So we have to define some some slang that we thought was common, but has other people confused. Okay. Guys, what is a pub sub? Are you talking about like a Publix that you get at Publix? Are you talking about like a style of sandwich? I'm very confused. That's it. Was that the whole message? That was the whole message. <laughs> um, okay. So a pub sub is a generic term for sandwiches you can get at Publix. Now, if you're not familiar with Publix, because we have to remember. Publix is a Southern thing, right? Um, I think it's, I think so. But we are, our show is based in Atlanta, Georgia. And Publix is one of the top two. Grocery store chains here. Two or three mm-hmm. grocery store chains in the, the area that we live in. And, and they are famous for a few things. One, their sheet cakes in the bakery. So good. Two, their buffalo chicken dip. And three, their sandwich, their deli bar, and the sandwiches and the wraps and the subs that they sell at the, at the deli. And they're affectionately called pub subs. Yeah. So, you know, I get mine on like, you know, just white sandwich bread or whatever. Jeff gets his in a wrap usually, but they're all pub subs. They are from the Publix Deli and they are delightful. But the pub sub, I see where the confusion could come from. Because think of this, Callie. Think of somebody like. Public uh, Subway. What? Public Subway. (laughs) Is that what you were thinking people would mistake it for? Not even close. Okay. What were you thinking? Because we've referred to eating them and how you've eaten a pub oh, sub every day. Yeah, okay. So if you I'm imagining somebody who might be listening to this, let's say in <laughs> upstate New York, right? right. Where mm-hmm. my family is, or Albuquerque, New Mexico, where you have family, mm-hmm. they might be thinking that a pub sub is a type of sandwich that you get at a pub. Oh yeah. Okay. That's way better than my public <laughs> subway thing. So I no. Just, I don't know. Yeah. Blame it on the baby. Yeah. So a pub sub is a sandwich from the supermarket Publix. Glad we could clear that up for you. It's also an underground type of transportation that everybody can take. A public subway. Up and for you New Yorkers. The Upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful that all y'all know how much pride I take in the audio quality of this show. And I love it when you send me messages or leave a voicemail talking about how good the show sounds compared to other shows, it makes me feel fuzzy and warm. It really does, Jeff. It's like a life highlight for Jeff. Oh, our podcast sounds good? Perfect. 
Yeah. So uh, I generally I get a couple voicemails about that a month, maybe. And occasionally I'll put them in the montage at the end of the show. But I usually don't because I don't like putting other shows down. Well, it's not even about other shows. Like, it's so funny. We were watching, you know, a lot of people are broadcasting from home and Jeff was so mad because here's the thing. You can have audio quality. It doesn't take a hundred thousand dollar studio to get good quality sound. So we're watching TV. What in like April when people were no, it was further along than that. Probably in June, people have been broadcasting from home. And I think it was Andy Cohen was doing a promo from his show at home. And Chef was like red in the face mad because his audio sounded so bad. And Jeff is like, you guys could fix this for like a thousand dollars and you're a major network. Like they have millions, tens of millions of dollars to spend. Why does that guy sound so bad? And it drives him crazy. It's not even about other broadcasts. It's just in general, TV, audio, anybody that's a broadcast professional, Jeff just thinks you should, you know, have broadcast quality audio. Right. And it doesn't, it used to cost, like if you wanted to put a home studio in your house, Years ago, it would have cost you thousands and thousands of dollars. And now you can do it much more affordably. So he's like, there is no excuse. It takes like two hours and like a thousand bucks. And these major, you know, networks should not be screwing this up. We've gotten a couple voicemails over the past week or two with people saying nice stuff about our audio. So thank you. I just want to acknowledge that I've gotten those and I appreciate it. And thank you. It delights Jeff Dollar. My name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for this pregnancy. We are head first into school in Georgia. Is that um, a Georgian thing? Like are other places in school or is this just a Southern thing? Right I now? think Georgia is definitely one of the first. Okay, I know, so I know like you didn't go to back to school till like after Labor Day, right? Labor Day was on a Monday and we would always go back on Wednesday. Okay. So in the South right now, we are diving head first into either going back to school or going back to virtual school. And I think no matter um, what your choice is or what your school's choice is or whatever your situation might be, if you're in that realm right now, um, just know that I don't think it's easy for anybody. It's not easy for teachers. It's not easy for administrators. It's not easy for parents. So this is just a little plug to remind everybody to give each other some grace because I think everybody's feeling it right now. And I did get see some interactions on, on social media where people were actually being kind and supportive to one another, Good. because I think it's a situation where there is no right answer, right? Like everybody's doing the best they can. Yeah. Everybody's doing the best they can. So if you have a, live in a district where there's an option and you've chosen distance learning over face-to-face -face or vice versa, um, you need to appreciate that the reason you made that decision is because that's best for your family. Yeah. And the reason somebody else made a different decision is because that's what's best for their family. And it doesn't make one of you right. And it doesn't make one of you wrong. It's just a really tough spot to be in. And I think we especially need to show grace to all of the educators and the people who work in the schools and from administration to, to the teachers, to the staff, to the, the bus drivers, to the, everybody who is yeah. involved, just, uh, be chill with everyone. Yeah. I don't think there's anyone sitting around going, how could we harm the children? <laughs> well, I don't know. 
maybe someone is. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. We don't. I, I, yeah. I think most people aren't though. So, you know, right. everyone's doing the best that they know how, and it would be a great time for a little bit of grace as everybody figures this out. Now, Jeff brought something up that I haven't heard about, which is virtual classrooms, but virtual bulletin boards in classrooms. No, it's a virtual classroom. It's like, it's a virtual, it's a classroom that teachers who are doing distance learning design and if you go to AJC.com, we can put the exact link in our show notes, but at AJC.com, there's this gallery of Atlanta area teachers who have designed these classrooms that are so detailed and they've created like bitmojis of themselves oh my sitting, gosh. sitting in front of the classroom. And like, um, there's pictures on the wall of like the teacher's real pets and, and like written on the board, you know, it might say classroom rules or supplies you need or whatever. And then if you actually click on any of those things, it says on the board, those things pop up Mm -hmm. so you can see them, um, assignments, stuff like that. Uh, and I think there are like, you know, little pictures of like bulletin boards with rules and stuff, but I am most fascinated well, I'm fascinated by two things. One, the teachers who have really gotten into this have made awesome bitmojis of themselves. Like, it's <laughs> really cool. And two, the pictures and stuff on the walls are so cool and so creative. I would like us to find a way for some schools to put the upside or some teachers to put the upside with Callie and Jeff somehow on their wall. Oh, yeah. And then have it be like clickable. You know, and I don't know what I could click to, but I mean. Oh, could, you can do clickable stuff? Yeah. So if you click on it, that it tells you what it is. So maybe oh. if you click on the picture of us or you click on on the Upside logo, maybe it, it reminds you, it asks you what you're grateful for that day or something. That would be cool. Yeah. But you would have to do it and then screenshot it, I guess, and send it to us because I think like they're not public class. You can't just wander into a classroom. They're all. That would be kind of creepy. Yeah. So, um, but I just think that would be cool. That would be cool. But go look at the, go click the link in our show notes and look at the gallery of classrooms. Um, If you are a teacher who hasn't started yet, and this is something that you need to do, it's use it for inspiration because there are some creative people out there. Uh, And then when you're done with that, let's change directions 180 degrees and do something else altogether. Have you heard of laundry stripping? No fascinated, currently fascinated by laundry stripping. Is this like a new trend? Yes. Uh, It's a, you need a bathtub or a large tub of some sort. Uh, You need three ingredients. Um, One of them I think is called borax. Yeah. Okay. Which is a cleaning stuff. Yeah. That's old school. I think. Uh, One of them is powdered Tide. And there's a third thing, and I can't remember what it is, but I'll, I'll put the, uh, I can pull it up right here. But basically, you fill your tub up with as water, with water as hot as you can get it. Okay. And then you put these three ingredients, uh, borax, Tide powder, and the third ingredient is washing soda. It's from Arm & Hammer. Okay. It's called washing soda. So you put a scoop of each in the tub with your towels 
or your bed sheets or your workout clothes or whatever, and you stir it up, mix it all up, and then you let it sit for four or five hours. And you poke your head in every 45 minutes or so and give it another stir. And when all is said and done, the water in your tub will be gray or black because it pulls out Ew. all of the stuff that doesn't normally come out in the wash. Okay. So I didn't know what it was called, but I have, we have a mutual friend that did that with her workout clothes. Was it nasty? It was disgusting. But what yeah. I was wondering is, is it actually like partially stripping the color out of your stuff and that's what turns it gray? There's no bleach in there. Though I've yeah. seen, I've seen the water go from anywhere from gray to black. Like, are we going to try that? Yes. I think we try it with the bath towels that we have, we've had for many years. Yeah. And obviously, you know, we wash them and, and whatever, but the, I mean, these bath towels are on their last leg. Right. We need, they're coming apart. They're, they're frayed. They're definitely going to be on their way out of this house as soon as we laundry strip them and see what they actually, what we've been no. getting out of the shower with. Because once you laundry strip them, they're going to be spotless. Oh, good point. So, uh, but I think we do it with those towels. Okay. See what they're like. And I would do it with my workout clothes. Yeah. I we, bet they're nasty. Yep. Ew. So we can, do we'll document the whole thing. Okay. But I'll put the ingredients up. Um, it's basically. I wonder if you can get all that stuff from Target. It's a quarter cup of borax, a quarter cup of washing soda, and one scoop of Tide powder. And then when the stuff comes out of the tub and all the nasty has been stripped out of it, you just run them through the washing machine, but with no detergent. And it's, oh. and it's as clean as they'll ever be. So laundry stripping, group, group project. It's a thing. I have a beautiful human alert and this is the coolest thing. This is so Jeff dollar. Like this is Jeff dollars future child right here. So there's a kid. He's 15. His name is Christopher Kilpatrick. He lives in Florida. He's a rising sophomore. He had, first of all, he's a pretty superstar kid because he had an internship in high school. Like who has an internship in high school as a sophomore, like an overachiever, smart kids, um, like the guy that's probably going to be our boss, right. in like, you know, 10 years. Um, so he was working for this company that basically like they get old computers, like when companies do like a computer switch and they get all new computers, this company takes those computers and like sells them for parts and stuff like that. Takes the old computer. So if a company is swapping out like 50 workstations, Right. This this place breaks it all down to like 50 keyboards, 50 cases, 50 hard drives. Yeah. And then they, the company like that he was interning for, their job is to break them down, sell the parts, recycle them, whatever. Um, and he was like, you know what? I feel like there's a lot of kids out there that can't afford a computer. So what if we take some of them and make them like refurbish them and then give them to kids that don't have computers. Like, you know, this, this 15 year old brain is blowing my mind. Right. Like, this is not a 15 year old thought. Um, so it became his summer project and the company totally rallied around him. He was doing four to five machines a day and he was able to refurbish 20 desktop computers, like monitors, programs, everything. And they're going to be donated to big brothers and big sisters. That's awesome. Like how cool is that kid? That is such a creative idea. It's cool. And what 15 year old feels comfortable enough to go to their adult boss and be like, Hey, I know you have a business here, but you know, it'd be better than your business. 
Oh, that's the perfect person to do it. Like, imagine if we all had the courage we had when we were 15 right. and we didn't know any better and we would just blurt stuff out. Like, it's cool that you're recycling all these, but here's what you really should be doing. Right. To these bosses that have been, you know, have had this company for probably like decades. So anyways, I thought that was really awesome. Christopher Kilpatrick, you are a beautiful human. The upside to us doing the laundry stripping on our towels is that if they end up being so gross that we have to get rid of them immediately, we can restock our towels with our friends at Brooklinen. They have moved beyond the bedroom. Not only do they offer great, super soft sheet sets, but now they offer towels. Yeah, you can get towels and all your other bathroom necessities like shower curtains, bath mats, even robes and candles from Brooklinen. And they've also got ultra soft loungewear making you feel like you have never left bed. This is all from our friends at Brooklyn. And, you know, we've been talking about them for a few months and a lot of people don't believe it, but the more we wash our sheets, the softer they get. It's like climbing into the most luxurious hotel bed that you have ever slept in. It's so nice. And, you know, being comfortable at bedtime and nap time is important. Right now, you you can save 10% off your first order and get free shipping when you use the promo code UPSIDE at brooklinen.com. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. Use the promo code UPSIDE and know this, they're so confident in all of their products that they've got a lifetime warranty. So go on, make yourself comfortable. Brooklinen, everything you need to live your most comfortable life. You know I love Rothy's. That is not anything new. I am obsessed because they are comfortable. They are so cute and they're machine washable. So what's not to love, right? Well, they have a brand new style. It's called a, the adjustable sneaker. Now, let me say, I read this and I was like, adjustable sneaker. That doesn't sound very cute. They're like slide ons. And if you know Rothy's, you know how comfortable they are. I am so excited about this shoe. And I saw that they have um, a cheetah print um, buying those this week. Absolutely. Immediately. I am so excited. Rothy's makes their shoes and bags out of recycled water bottles. So they take what would have been trash in a landfill and make shoes out of it. You think that they wouldn't be very comfortable, but they're amazing. There is zero break-in period with these shoes. I love them. You're going to love them. Check out all the amazing shoes and bags available right now at rothys.com slash upside. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S.com slash upside. Style and sustainability meet to create your new favorite flats. Head to rothys.com slash upside today. There is no time like the present to start saving money, and you can do that with Lightstream. Right now, if you want to save money, start paying less interest on your credit card balances. Refinance with a credit card consolidation loan from Lightstream. It's an easy way to save hundreds to thousands of dollars and lower your interest rate. Lightstream offers fixed rate credit card consolidation loans from 5.95% APR with auto pay and excellent credits. That's lower than the average credit card interest rate of over 19% APR. Lightstream feels like they should reward consumers who have good credit with great interest rates and no fees. Plus, you can get the cash in your account sometimes on the same day that you apply. So cross that one thing off your to-do list with just a quick visit to lightstream.com slash upside. You'll get an additional interest rate discount by going to lightstream.com slash upside. That's L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M. 
slash upside. Subject to credit approval. Rate includes 0.5% auto pay discount. Terms and conditions to apply and offers to subject change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash upside for more information. Today's quote of the day. Very often a change of self is needed more than a change of scene. When you get a moment, go to CallieAndJeff.com and subscribe to our newsletter. It's the weekly pick-me-up newsletter. It comes out every Tuesday. And this week, we are including Callie's chocolate pecan pie. Right? Did yeah. I say it right? Okay. The chocolate pecan pie, which is normally a Christmas or a Thanksgiving tradition. Mm-hmm. But... We found out that one day this week is National Chocolate Pecan Pie Day. Honestly, it seems a little early for chocolate pecan pie, but I'm not going to lie. It's really good. Could you give your review of my pie, please? <laughs> um, it's delicious. <laughs> you don't like it that much. I do. I love it. Oh, it's like the best pie of all time. It's so good. Just don't look at the ingredients because like, you know, it's it not healthy. has a lot of sugar in it. There's nothing healthy about it, but oh man, is it so good. So sign up for the Pick Me Up newsletter and you will get that delivered to your email every Tuesday, right from Katie, who edits it, right to your email. And can I tell you a couple more things that are going to be in it? Yeah, go for it. Okay. So what Katie's most excited about is there's a no-bake orange creamsicle cheesecake. Oh, because isn't this week or last week creamsicle week too? Oh, maybe. Remember? Because you were Oh, like, yeah, because I said I don't like creamsicles, but yeah. that actually does sound good. And then T-Bird's chocolate fruit dip um, recipe. There's a super pub alert. My favorite pub sub recipe is going to be in there. And, of course, the famous chocolate pecan pie. Your new favorite pub sub because you never ate veggie subs before this. Correct. And now you do. Correct. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, we have, okay. So remember a couple of weeks ago on the show, we were talking about this website that I thought was just the most genius, cr- you know, crime lovers website ever. It's called diedinhouse.com. Now T-Bird sent it to me. She's in, you know, she's a realtor and I was like fascinated by it. And it's funny because when we do stuff like this, Jeff just thinks I'm crazy. But so many of you were so excited about it that we were like, heck no, we were jumping in on this and this is going to be a segment. So you sent us a bunch of stories about most of most of them, I think, are current houses. And I just would like to say that some of you, your tolerance for what you will live with (laughs) is a little off. Yeah. Um, because you you should have moved or burned that house down months ago. You read them, right? Yeah. I mean, they're nuts. Like waking up to someone at the foot of your bed in a white nightgown. Like, I'm sorry. No, I will be moving. I would rather live. I don't know anywhere. Um, but we didn't forget about you. We just have been a little busy. So we have your stories. I am going to pick the best freakiest ones. And run those addresses through diedinhouse.com. And then we're going to talk about on the show, we're going to call you, right? Yeah. If you, if, if your house comes back with a great story, we will pick, we will call you and tell, tell you the story while we're doing the show. So we, we all get to experience your reaction (laughs) to your house being built on an old graveyard poltergeist style. Right. And, um, I don't know. Should we ask people if they still live there and if they want to know? 
They wouldn't have sent it in if they didn't Well, I know, know, but it sounds like a good idea in theory. And then when you find out something really jacked up no, happening in your house, you're like. It's too late. We already got their addresses. All right. So died in house coming next week. I think so. However long it takes to. Run them through the system. Yeah. Cool. Soon. All right. Here are your three random things for today. Uh, know this. Pizza lovers. Uh, pizza shops are reporting that there is a pepperoni shortage just now starting. Uh, pizza shops across the United States say they're paying higher prices for pepperoni and that the supply has become tighter. Uh, the reason uh, that the price has doubled in some cases is because all meat products uh, are struggling a little bit, you know, mm -hmm. to get to, to, to catch up from uh, the pandemic. So, uh, so pepperoni is the current victim of, of that shortage. It's complicated meat product to make. Um, it does have a high shelf life, so it didn't disappear as quickly as some of the other meats did, but now it is. So mm. be warned. A lot of the chains buy their pepperoni in bulk months in advance. So they haven't seen this yet, but it is possible. It could affect some of the chain restaurants. Interesting. So be patient. If you call your local pizza spot and be like, Hey, we don't have any pepperoni. Don't be mad at them. It's like going the same way as aluminum cans and coins. You know, what's interesting about the pepperoni thing though, is like when there was like a ground beef shortage. Okay. That kind of makes sense. Cause you eat a lot of ground beef, you know what I mean? And it comes like, you're always buying at least a pound of it. I don't know how much you can get out of a cow, but you know what I mean? Like that's a lot of meat. Pepperonis are so tiny. Yeah. But the thing with pepperoni is they're made like they're, they, there's a lot of meat that goes into them. Not oh, even, like they're processed together and stuff. Yeah. I'm not even sure what meat goes into pepperoni. Uh, probably better. You don't need to know. It's a good point. Probably better. Uh, here's something to bring up next time you're having a glass of wine. A buttload is a real unit of measurement for a cask of wine. Hmm. Um, a buttload is about 108 gallons. So if you would like to say to somebody, wow, since this lockdown has started, I've drank in a, but I've drank a buttload of wine. You would be correct. Yep. My third random thing is if you are a fan of seltzers, you know, like white claw and whatnot, uh, know this pumpkin spiced spelt spiked seltzer is here. No. Uh, uh, a company called Vive, V-I-V-E, is launching a pumpkin spice spiked seltzer. They're going to do it in a few states. And if it goes well, uh, then it'll probably launch nationwide. Um, the states that are lucky enough to get it, Kentucky, Ohio, and Tennessee. So is it just me or does it feel like pumpkin spice stuff should always be warm? Like there's no... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Or like room temperature, but like cold pumpkin spice just is not. I'm not a fan of pumpkin flavoring. So I kind of don't see don't that. Don't you like my chocolate chip pumpkin bread? No. You don't? It's fine, but oh, the, it's so good. the pumpkin, like, I'm just not a fan of pumpkin. Some yeah. people get so excited for September and October and even November because it's pumpkin. I just don't. I don't like real pumpkin. But I like pumpkin flavor. You know what I mean? Do you like, like pumpkin pie? No. Why? Because mm. that's real pumpkin? Yeah. Oh. I don't like real pumpkin. It's something, it's like too something unless it has a bunch of sugar in it or it's baked into something else or like baked goods with pumpkin I like. But it's the same thing with blueberries. I don't like blueberries, but I like the flavor of blueberry stuff. What I do like that's pumpkin related 
that I haven't had in a few years is uh, roasted pumpkin seeds. Like when you carve the pumpkin, when you carve the pumpkin, Mm -hmm. take the seeds, you rinse them. And then I always remember like putting them on a cookie sheet. My Mm -hmm. dad would put them on a cookie sheet and you cook them in the oven. Don't you salt them? And then you put salt on, you put this, I think you put the salt on them before you cook them. Yeah. And then you eat them warm. They're so good. Yeah. I kind of forgot about that. That would be fun. But we haven't carved a pumpkin in so many years because we we haven't carved a pumpkin together ever, have we? Probably not. That's really Maybe we did that first year when I bought all the candy bars, thinking hundreds of people oh, would come to my house. That was a sad. And two people did. So Jeff had lived in a house in Atlanta. How long did you live at that house? Like year, a really long time. Never got trick or treaters. It had kind of a long driveway. It was at the top of a hill. It was a long driveway. If I was, you know, going to house to house in a mask, in a costume, I would have looked up the hill and been like, eh, too much work. It's not worth it for a mini Kit Kat. And yeah. I would have just gone to the next house. So Jeff moves out of that house, sells that house, moves into a townhouse. And he is so excited because not only is this a fresh opportunity to get trick or treaters, but there are also a number of children that live in the neighborhood. So Jeff gets so excited. He goes to the grocery store and comes home with 100 full-size candy bars because he is going to make every kid in the neighborhood love him. So excited, right? So he like gets a little basket. And my house was right on the corner and there was- uh, No long no, driveway. There's no, the driveway was like one car length long and it had a little porch where I could sit out there with the basket of candy to give out. I was so excited. And- <laughs> He like gets his little basket. He sets them all up. He is ready for trick or treaters. We got one. One family. One family. And I have a picture somewhere in my phone. It's hilarious of Jeff because there was like a tiny little patio and little, like a little gated area behind the townhouse yeah. of Jeff standing on a chair, looking over the fence, being like, hello, why don't you want to come to my house and full size candy bars? <laughs> I wanted to see if anybody else was in the neighborhood. Then we move into an apartment. So there was no trick or treating. Nope. Then we move into our current house that also has a long driveway. It's on a very busy street and there have been no trick or treaters. And my parents also don't get trick or treaters. So, and, well, there's not going to be any trick or treating this year, most likely. Oh, man. I didn't even think about that. Maybe there is. That's a long way off. Yeah. Let's not, let's not do that to trick or treaters just yet. Yeah. Um, so anyways, when we buy a house, one factor in it will be, is this neighborhood trick or treatable? And Jeff will probably go around to our prospective future neighbors, knock on their doors and say, hi, how many trick or treaters would you say that you get a year? It's right. very important. I'm not buying this house until you let me know that I need two Tupperware full size containers full of candy. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside. We need your help. We have decided to move forward quickly with the redesign of our website that we were going to do a few months ago. We're doing it now. And one of the sections in the website is a frequently asked question section that I think is going to be comprised of common questions like what's your mailing address or uh, 
you know, what, where can I find the recipe for Callie's pie? Whatever it is, right? Mm -hmm. Simple questions. But I also think there's going to be a bunch of questions in there. If you have never listened to the show before and you're trying to figure out kind of how it works and we want you listening to submit potential questions that new listeners to this show might have. Yeah, because we're, Jeff and I are a little too close to it and it's kind of one of those things like, you know, when you used to like write a paper in college or something and you read it so many times, you wouldn't even catch the most simple thing. Yes. Like we're so far into the whole website that we can't see clearly. So we need you to help us see a little clearly and let us know what you think new listeners to the show would need to know about us or what you're telling your friends when, um, you know, you get them to listen to the show. Or if you are a new listener to the show and you have a question, this is your perfect chance to answer yeah. it. Ask it and, and we will, we could write the answer and it'll be part of our website. But if you have been listening to the show for a month and you're like, who the heck is Lily and Sadie? Then we can explain that to you. Yeah. You know, so uh, anyways, just send us an email love notes at callieandjeff.com and we will take your potential frequently asked questions there hey callie and jeff it's mary i wanted to wish everybody that started back virtually today all the teachers all the parents a happy first day jeff i feel like you 100 percent hit the nail on the head i am frustrated that we are going into fall and we're all in the same situation my family has stayed home except for our essential worker. We're doing all the things we're supposed to do and my kids still can't go to school and still can't hang out with their friends. And I just feel bummed about the whole thing. So my word for fall is grace. I know I need grace and I'm going to grant grace to others as well. So love the show. Have a great week. The hardest part about getting started with therapy is, well, getting started. How do you know who to pick? How do you know who's right for you? How do you know that they match with what you want to accomplish? It's a whole big complicated thing. Well, it was a whole big complicated thing until BetterHelp came along. Here's what they do. You'll go to their website, betterhelp.com slash upside, and you'll answer some questions about yourself, mainly what you want to accomplish, how you're feeling, what your goals are, that kind of stuff. They are going to hook you up with one of their thousands of licensed professional counselors that will specifically meet your needs. And you'll talk to your therapist virtually. You can do it on video, on phone, via text, whatever. It's a monthly subscription and it takes the stress out of finding a therapist out of the equation, which is so nice because that is such a stressful part of it. If you don't immediately click with your therapist, that's okay. No questions asked. They will hook you up with someone else. The whole process is super smooth. You're going to love it. And if you've been thinking about getting into therapy, but haven't known where to start, this is a great option for you. Start living a happier life today. As an Upside listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com upside. Join over 1 million people. How crazy is that? Taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash upside. Hey, it's Mary. And I just needed to add Callie. How can you not like double stuffed Oreos? They are the best. I get the Swiss rolls. I could take or leave them. But double stuffed Oreos? Come on. The only thing better is the mega stuff. Love the show. Hi, Callie and Jeff. I am a music teacher. I'm actually a chorus teacher. And I wanted to tell you that you've inspired me to do something in my classroom. As you know, or you may not know, 
singing right now is one of the most high-risk activities you can do due to the coronavirus, which is just awesome. Can't literally do the job that I normally do. But I'm looking at the upside, thinking outside the box. I am starting a classroom podcast modeled very much after the format that you use. So I'm giving an opportunity for kids to interview their parents about music they listened to growing up, opportunities to explore music that they like, uh, even performances through uh, podcasting. Uh, And I hope that we'll listen to maybe an episode of uh, The Upside as an example of how that format should look. So I just wanted you to know that this podcast helped mold what would have been a really tough year to something kind of exciting. So thank you as a music educator for giving giving me the idea. Hope you have a great week. Hey, guys. This is so random, but I listen to your show every single morning, and I have noticed that I get so excited when I open the new episode and see that it's 40 minutes or longer. And I get sad if it's less than 40 minutes because I just, I love listening to you guys. So today I was really excited. It's a good way to start the Monday, Monday, 40-minute episode. Okay, love you. Bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff. It's Robin in Georgia. I had to pause today's episode. Y'all are talking about cribs and how long you keep kids in them. And I think... I might be wrong here, but I think all of your mom friends are probably going to tell you the same thing that my friends told me when I had kids. You keep your kid in the crib as long as you can. Obviously, if you have a climber, that's going to change things, but luckily neither of mine ever climbed out. Um, But yeah, keep them in the crib as long as you can, because once they're in a toddler bed, they can get out of that toddler bed easily, and then they can come out of their room and wake you up. So you guys are going to do great. You'll be amazed at all the things that come natural when you have kids. I know right now y'all probably sound the same way I did before I had kids where I didn't really know a lot of things, but it you do pick up on it quickly and you're going to do great. And I'm so happy for y'all. Take care. Bye. Every child deserves a champion, an adult who will never give up on them, who understands the power of connection and insists that they become the best that they can possibly be. Is this job tough? You betcha. But it is not impossible. We can do this. We're educators. We're born to make a difference.